if you had to guess who's watching The Walking Dead, who do you like? Just if you have to pick a person out of a crowd that's watching oh my Walking God. Dead, who is that person? I don't know. My, what my are they wearing? Uncle what are they Terry. Doing? <laughs> I'll ask him. He yeah. might be. Who's who? Are you asking? My uncle Terry. Uncle Terry. Uncle okay, Terry. great. Can you describe him? Uh, yeah, well, actually, my Uncle Terry, I have a lot of uncles, but my Uncle Terry it's is... already great. <laughs> he's one of the cool ones. Uh, he's my hometown resident, like, he's one of the only, like, artists yeah. in the area. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's 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 one of the uh, board members of the Krasnel Art Center, oh. which is the art center of downtown St. Joseph, Michigan. Oh, and what do they got in there? Oh, they actually got some cool stuff. They got one. Uh, what's that guy who does like the fancy glass blowing? <laughs> I don't know, but I wish the audience could enjoy your arm gestures today. <laughs> Maggie went into I'm going to say a four minute story before this started. <laughs> yeah, I did. About a documentary about a man who lost his soul with an octopus. <laughs> octopus is what I think this is the best way to describe Absolutely. it. Absolutely. She used her arms in ways that I did not think were possible. <laughs> She defied the laws of physics with her arms. I became an octopus to to, to describe my feelings on this document. She really was empathetic to the octopus uh, mm-hmm. in a way that, frankly, it'll be it's lost now. It's lost you forever. Know? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I wish somebody it. was recording it. No, oh, oh. <laughs> that was just between you and me. Yeah, um, they were that's not. what we call personal theater. Right. That's yeah. what we're doing all day long, I would yeah. argue, yeah. right? See, you don't know what it's like to be a family member of one of these two maniacs. <laughs> family members have to sit there and do a lot of nodding, you know? They get really intimately acquainted with the contents of their pocket, you know? Mm-hmm. Learn how to check their phones in ways that we don't see. Ugh, Invisibly checking the phone. Dang. That's a real family skill. Uh, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so welcome to I'll show you my hey, show hey, <laughs> choke it down my diet yeah. coke from McDonald's. You yeah, what can you tell the audience how McDonald's has captured your heart? Uh, oh well, actually, I am very sentimental for McDonald's because my grandmother worked at McDonald's worked her McDonald's. whole life. Yeah, wow. Basically, I mean, ever my my youngest memories is of me going to McDonald's and my grandmother's working there so she gets to make me Mickey Mouse pancakes. <laughs> which, yeah, she would make me Mickey Mouse pancakes at the at McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, which now seems like some sort of cross-promotion contamination. Like, I don't think they would allow that. But when you know. So it, this was in a time where they were still kind of cooking things there. I assume right? so. Although she would tell me to please never order um, milkshakes from McDonald's. And I, I'm passing that oh. along. Please never Why? order. Um, what, uh, what do we know? Uh, according to my grandma, who you know, I, I trust, um, she said that they there are no instructions on how to clean it. And so no one ever does. Oh, no. Um, oh no! That's just the little nugget I'll I'll pass along. That's more than a nugget. That's, <laughs> that's Ooh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, um, I'm about to figure out how to evacuate the contents of my entrails <laughs> at some point because at least within the last month I've probably had a McDonald's milkshake. Oh dang! Well, Maybe I not mean, a month. Maybe you know, a couple months. Uh, I, I snuck out once from the quarantine and from had the a milkshake. Did yeah, milkshake. I milkshakes are yeah. fucking bomb. They're yeah. bomb. So am I gonna make them? No. What am I bringing in bananas and peanut no. butter in here? No. I don't even have a plan. They taste worse at home, always. Right. I don't know why. They're probably better for you at home. That's why. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're not made with like blocks of sugar or whatever they're putting in there, you know? Oh, man, you're convincing me to not care about the not cleaning of the milkshakes, but I'm standing strong because that was my grandma. (laughs) 
<laughs> grab a sick. Wait, so but you sink. don't have to go to McDonald's for a milkshake. No. I mean, you no, could. No, you could go anywhere. The nice thing about McDonald's milkshakes, all, there's a lot of not nice things. <laughs> but one good thing is it goes through the straw. It goes so, through the straw. So you got to in and out, and it's like, bros, this is, I'm sure this is wonderful, but I don't want to eat my drinks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to use a spoon for my drinks. I yeah. want it to go through a straw and into my head. Where I enjoy it, and then where I will enjoy Preferably it. Preferably to skip the mouth, just straight into my head. <laughs> Can you pour it in my ear canal, please? Up the nose, please. The uh, quickest way. Yeah. Uh, but so, anyways, that's, uh, you know, so everyone's when I treat myself, I think ah, grams. I see. My favorite part about this is it's become part of the routine of recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. That like I'll set, we'll set a time, and then uh-huh. about twenty minutes before that time, I'll get a text from Maggie, and the Maggie the Maggie text goes as follows. On my way, getting some nugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I you know. That's what, I, I appreciated yeah. it. I yeah. appreciated it. I was like, did you need anything else? Not just the nugs. No, okay. just the nugs. Great. She's got her nugs. Mm-hmm. She's all ready. So, uh, Maggie, how you been mm-hmm. doing? What you been up to? I mean, it's pretty great. Pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> pretty fucking great tight. Um... No, I mean, yesterday we went to Home Depot oh. and uh, finally bought the last cinder block plank thing that we needed to make our makeshift conversation pit living room complete. I don't, I've seen your living room. Mm-hmm. I can't envision this, how this works. I, I did take photos. Okay, great. We're going to, uh, um, I will describe for the audience what the photo depicts. Great. Right. While you find it. So you're getting cinder blocks from Home Depot. And how is Will treating you? Oh, they're, Will. They're behaving themselves? Absolutely. Uh, the cats are great. Yeah, so here's a little... Bloop. See, cute little, like, surrounded on oh, all yeah. sides with books. That is very cute. Mm-hmm. So uh, what she means is, effectively, <laughs> she's created a bookshelf out of boards and cinder blocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And on that bookshelf are many great books, it appears, and also Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like a Garfield stuffed toy. Is that Garfield? Oh, that is just just a monster that my... Just a monster. Just a monster. My grandpa got that for me from Bingo. He won Bingo and sent it to me. (laughs) Your grandmother runs a McDonald's. Your grandfather wins toys for you. Yes. So you have a child's best grandparents is what you have. Absolutely. Okay, great. Um, I have, actually, I have um, giant containers worth of uh, McDonald toys. Wow. From all the way from like early 90s to 2000s era. Any of them still work for you? Oh, all? absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there are some like collectors ones that we got buried deep down in there. The Moon Man face, McKnight. Oh, yeah, Moon yeah, Man. Yeah, we got the McKnight Play set. Playing jazz. Mm-hmm. What was the Moon, what happened to the Moon Man? They ship him off in the night? What happened oh, to him? It, it, people realized that he was scary because he was. He's a weird creature, <laughs> yeah. Scary. But he was also like, you think he's still... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my grandmother hands me toys of the scary moon man. I, I, I don't liked, get it. I just like the way he was like, you know, at home in the evening. That's true. You know, just. Did I, you know uh, Doug Jones, the actor, okay. yeah. played Moon Knight? That was one of his first. You could have said anything. You could have said anybody played <laughs> Moon Knight, and how would I know? Uh, well, you there you said, go. Did you know it was Rosie O'Donnell? Did you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. who, how could you tell? There you go. It, it was it was like a gigantic styrofoam headpiece yeah. and like a and a jacket. <laughs> <Made> <laughs> That's jacket. all it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, we've uh, this has been our two second straight episode where we've explored McDonald's lore. <laughs> yeah. So uh, can we just one more thing about y- uh-huh. you, if you don't mind? No, no, no. Uh, cat-wise. Yes. They're behaving themselves. Oh, they're they're darlings. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any um, updates. Um. Oh, uh, Murphy does this thing. I don't know if this can be explained. Listeners, if your cat does this or if you've ever heard of this. Um, so Murphy only does this to Will's shirts, not my shirts. Okay. But if Will leaves a shirt in the living room, the cat will go nutso and rub its face and lick Will's armpit. So that's that's for salt or something, right? It must be. Or like... Or the deodorant or something? The deodorant or my thing is I... Because I uh, am a lot more hands-on with the cats. Yeah. um, And so is Will. But to the effect where I'm like, oh, maybe they're just making sure that Will's part of the family. So they're rubbing the scent all over themselves. Could be. That makes sense. Um, I mean, it's not a disturbing thing. When you see it. <laughs> oh, mean, it freaks you out? It'll go okay. on for like an hour. It'll, it's like this. Just getting that, getting that salt right in its face. Like, like it'll, and it goes into like a trance. It's wow. something to behold. Wow. I mean, at least it's not a crotch area. No. Yes. That, that's, yes. Well, I actually, I don't think that would bum you out as much, would it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to feel about it. It's, it's a fun cat quirk. Um, sure. And uh, yeah, the other cat is just normal. Is, is, <laughs> no, uh, that the other cat is the one that uh, follows me around all day, going. Mee, mee, yeah, yeah, the one that mee. bleats at you. Yeah, yeah, the one that bleats at you like a bird. Yeah, uh, they seem to have developed the skill at selfies. Oh they yeah, seem to be, they seem to have developed a selfie skill. So they're they're good at taking photos. They'll know that when I'm holding up my phone, they'll like they'll see like their ears in it, and they'll you know like they know what's up. Yeah, what's they're showing you their good side and everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, and they're also very good at catching flies. Um, they'll catch flies all day long. What are they doing with them? Eating, eating them? them? Yeah, they'll, okay, they'll eat them. Well, catch them. What are you gonna do? I I cheer them along. Yeah. <laughs> I right, say, so I guess yay, it's flies. my babies. I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. This trip to Home Depot, uh, every time I go to the store now, mm-hmm. I, I, I vacillate between the two extremes I think we all do of like, I got to get out of here as fast as possible. Mm. And also like, this is the only time I'm getting out, time baby. Getting out. I'm going to handle that What if wood? I just walked down this aisle? I'm going to yank moment. that chain. Yeah. I'm going to look at all these different cocking substances. I'm doing it. I'm all doing these are sexual it. references. You're welcome. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm going I'm to, every lamp's getting turned on. Like, I know, everything I know. I, so what did you, where did you land on that spectrum? You know, I always try to strike a balance. I, I'm a fast walker, so it's like, okay, you know, I, I could like spin around and I'm like, okay, maybe I need some like grease fighting spray. So I'll just, you know, I'll meet you in a minute. I'm just going to zip around and I kind of just do, 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 you know, go around. Just, just for, it's really just a walk in new scenery, right? Just to That's walk really and look. Okay. Um, I, re- I really, I used to just like wandering around in stores and looking at things, not even buying anything. That, Interesting. I would say that that is a fun thing that I would like to do, um, but I can't really do anymore. So when we go for a purpose... I like to. You try to. You wander off, and Will lets you do it for yeah. a good 10, 15, yeah. and it's like, all right, let's get the hell right. out of here. Yeah. Yeah. To the Maggie Mobile. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just wanted it to be a car with your face on it. That's I all did. I want on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, how are okay. you doing, Adam? I'm doing great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This month uh, works lighter, so that's so oh, I've been that's good. I've been right. I got about forty pages of my other script going right now. Ooh. You know, nice. uh, I'm hoping to be done with that one by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that. Ooh. And uh, you know, like I'm just making the moon, the routine mean mm-hmm. something. Yeah. What, el- what else can you do? What else can you do? What else can you do? My plants are suffering, uh, mm. except for that one plant I showed you in the bedroom yeah, that is that's a good plant. doing great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's called, you're like this. I think it's called Mother in Law's Tongue. <gasps> no, <laughs> yes, really? Yes, yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's that's insane. funny. It's like, that's crazy. Barbara, Kip. watch yeah. out. <laughs> Give me some fun for Christmas. Totally unacceptable name, but <laughs> worth passing on. <laughs> Nonetheless. Passing on. That's really funny. Uh, I, I am doing a very little bit of COVID safe dating, mm. um, just very little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this one particular woman, we're talking about a park adventure. <gasps> and I've realized, uh, like, I haven't done anything like that at all mm-hmm. in six months or yeah. like more. So, like, it kind of doesn't matter how good the date is. It's just going to be like, yeah, man. Yeah. Outdoors for a good reason. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, like walking around. Yeah, just being out there. <laughs> just being, <laughs> being out there, man. Just yeah. Being out there. Yeah. Also, I have, a, I have a good feeling about the character of this person. Oh. That's all. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I've, I've uh, as I've documented, and we will further document, no doubt, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've often dated uh, women who were not serious endeavors, if mm. that makes sense. Yes, yes. This woman has more of the makings of a serious endeavor. Mm. Whether it gets further than one wrong turn at the picnic, who can tell? Who, can <laughs> who tell? knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Very, but she seems very sweet. We had oh. one video chat. Which I hate. Oh, yeah. I hate those I for dating. Like it's that. the worst. Yeah. It's the worst. Like, yeah. I can't. I, FaceTime to me for dating is like, has one or two very specific purposes. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, I it's like, you don't want to stare at somebody's face all day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's, oh, man. Yeah, no, thank right? you. It's yeah. not even that they don't look good. It's not that. It's just like this isn't how conversations work, but there's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. I can't look at the decorations or the waiter or the, you know, the yeah. food or whatever it is, the there's movie. There's no cushion, no padding, no right. and, smooth. <laughs> yeah, and no, and you're also not like, like the easiest thing to do is just like reach out and touch this person because that's that changes the view. Exactly. You know, the view changes. Yeah, yeah. Can't do that on a video call. It's nah. literally just staring at a mug, you know. And then you're like, so then of course, because I'm a narcissist, mm-hmm. so I imagine at least some of you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I imagine at that point that uh, we're probably. I'm. I'm just thinking about how my face looks. <laughs> like, I'm looking crazy right now. I don't even know what it means. Yeah. You know, like not a, not the best, mm-hmm. but uh, nice, nice human being. Hopefully, Aww, it continues. Good. We'll see. We'll see. Who can say? We'll see. Who can say? So um, today's episode mm-hmm. was brought to us by one of our patrons. <gasps> Thank you, patrons. Now, I'm sorry to inform all of you, I don't have an updated list <gasps> of our subscribers <gasps> or, or our bosses. Oh, so no. the boss list they're going to get is uh, the same list we had from last time. Gotcha. Now, and I'm going to do, we're going to do that a little bit later. So let's introduce the topic if we can. Great. Maggie, what did we do this time? Can you tell me? Yeah, so we did the topic, movies you love to hate. Oh. Ah. 
Now that one won far and away in the poll. Really? Yes. And it's interesting. Yes. Uh, the the pump up playlist, uh, a topic I genuinely enjoy. <laughs> they hate it. They don't want to do that ever. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. They, well, good thing they don't pick every single topic. They just hate it. Wow. I, I've, I've snuck it on there. I don't know how many times. And they're just like, fuck your playlist, bro. Fuck like, hey, bro, your fuck your playlist. We don't want you to be pumped up. We don't want that. We'll we don't vote for literally you. anything else. I don't wow. want it. Uh, don't want it. So mm. uh, I'm going to have to find some way to do this podcast in defiance. There's yeah. nothing else we can do. Hmm. Uh, I did find this list of podcast hosts, not hosts, uh, producers. Bosses. Yeah. Bosses. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going to read at least to the halfway point. But again, if there are new subscribers, new bosses, we'll you uh, you'll, be men- you'll be mentioned. Yeah, It'll yeah, happen. Yeah, don't yeah. you worry. But I, yeah, I don't have a new list. Yeah. And if anyone is listening now and being like, well, I want to be on that list. You can be. Yeah, nobody's stopping you. No one's stopping you. Nobody, but your, you but your choice is the only <laughs> thing in the way. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but your choices have led you to this moment. <laughs> Fix them, and you shall join <laughs> the great herd of of uh, weirdos that make this podcast happen. Mm. Um, did you want to read the first sure, couple? Sure, I read the first couple. All right. Oh, once again, all oh, my favorite people. <laughs> John Williams, yes. of course. Thank we you. know who you are. Thank you. The Ma- Maggie, there's a, there's a Star Wars game out right now. Did you know this? Yes. It's the, about TIE Fighters and yes. X-Wings. Do you have a, you don't have a PlayStation. That's, that's the problem. I don't. Um, but uh, Will's friend wrote on it. Oh, I'm pretty sure. That's pretty yep. cool. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. I was going to cool. say, we should be doing this. I don't know what you're doing with yourself, but. <laughs> we should actually but be. We can. I mean, I don't have okay. anything going on. Thank you, John Williams. Thank you, John Williams. Thank you, Firewalker, the weed strain, and or also maybe a reference to David Lynch. We don't know. Chris, we're going to. We're going to. Both. Both. How can that weed strain not be named after that David it Lynch movie? It must actually just Get be. Get the hell out of here. It's yeah, gotta be. What a, it's gotta oh, be. You know what? It's called Firewalker is because Fire OG is one strain and Skywalker is another strain together oh. equals. By the way, you are killing it in the hand gesture game today. <laughs> I, just, I just, I genuinely wish anybody <laughs> but me was here to enjoy it. I really do. Uh, just oh, know, man. Firewalker, you got so much. <laughs> So much joy out of those hands. Uh, I'm not yeah. even Italian. I don't yeah. know where it comes <laughs> from. I'm not. Okay. Not a lick. You have another. Did you want to thank anybody else? I did. Uh, Christopher Williams, the brother of John Williams, I'm yep. assuming. Great. Uh, Nathan Wells. We know where you were born. You know well. Corey <laughs> Robertson. <laughs> spit out. Water. <laughs> We're all named in the place we were born. That's Fish. why most of us are named Hospital. My last name is, my secret last name is Adam Hospital. <laughs> Maggie Ditch. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, Corey Robertson, Jason Miller, and Christopher with a K, Olson. Christopher Olson. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we've made the Olsen twins joke, right? We have to have made we that. We must have. You know there's a third Olsen? Yeah. And that like, one's like the good actor, right? That's what I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the the, the twins, um, after they became legal age, they were like, um, we don't remember any of our childhood, and we're never acting again. <laughs> you see, whenever you see pictures of them, it's <laughs> it's hard not to like impose. They're like a Rorschach for your judgment. You know what I mean? Like it, it's mm-hmm. hard. Like they, you could easily think they look sad, or they look like happy, or they look drugged yeah. out, or they don't. Yeah. 
Like they're a Rorschach test. You don't know anything about them. Yeah. You're just yeah. putting all your presuppositions on those poor Olsons. <laughs> those poor Olsons. That third, the third Olson, I've heard she's a good actor. Where are we on the Culkins now? What's the best Culkin acting wise? Man, oh my God. So speaking of signs. Thank you. It, uh, well, we haven't yet. I, thank we you for spoiling yet. it. We're <laughs> about to. Um, uh, that is the, uh, the lesser Culkin. Yeah, the little boy. Yeah, uh, Rory. Mm-hmm. I forget which one his name is. I forget which one too, but I took a really funny screenshot of my favorite composition. From He's the film. very funny uh, in the sense that all the Culkins are funny to watch in some way or the other because they yeah. all have such a Culkin thing. Yeah. But what about Kirkin, right? The one that was in Scott Pilgrim? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I that's think he's, my... the one that, he's the one that's primarily um, acting in things right okay. now. Okay. While you're looking for this, mm-hmm. uh, Richard R. Kaminsky, all caps. You're the hero we always wanted. Ben. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Ben. ben. Nicholas Fabian. Boy, he's got to be beautiful, right? Absolutely. Nicholas Fabian? That guy wears a cape. Yeah. Right? Um, Has to. You're beautiful, Nicholas. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Adam Duncan. Adam Duncan. I believe Adam Duncan might be one of the people who submitted this topic. Adam might be. Duncan. Might be. I know Adam Duncan has submitted topics, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Jessica M., so intrigued by what that M stands for. Hmm. Maggie. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. That's my best guess. It also could be mom because she was born in her mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? If these rules stand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Timothy Schreiner. Schreiner. Captain Schreiner, right? Right. From. You know? No, just in general. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's make that man a captain. Yeah, can we he's do that? Captain. Can we make him a captain? Uh, Garrett Cooper, wonderful human, Garrett Cooper. Garrett Cooper. Big fan of Garrett Cooper. Uh, he attends a lot of my streams, Maggie. Oh, well, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Thanks, Cooper. Well, they're hella streams, Maggie. They're, they're great streams. They're great streams? Can't, can't wait till you pop in. Can't wait. This is my favorite got? shot composition. <laughs> I'm tweeting this later. Look at so, that. <laughs> Look at that abomination. So just so that the audience the audio the audio files here that are listening to this experience understand it's a picture of one of those Culkin children with Mel Gibson growing out of his body that's what it is uh, it's from Signs we're going to be Why talking about I don't know. We're, <laughs> thank you, Maggie. I appreciate your commentary. You're welcome. Uh, we're going to thank some more of our bosses later. <laughs> Great. Uh, Maggie will definitely not be screwing off in that meeting, hopefully. <laughs> so oh, on to the topic at hand. It's only been a 23-minute intro. That means only four people on YouTube are going to be furious with us right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, what are you going to do? What are you when we have fun, we have fun. Too. So the topic, movies you love to hate. Mm-hmm. What does mm-hmm. that mean to you? What does that mean? Wonderful. Well, I mean, uh, my pick that I picked um, is a, a wonderful little flick called Chain of Souls. God damn it. <laughs> I almost thought about smoking again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie that would drive you to smoke. It's, oh, oh man. Um, it's the one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen. It's barely a movie. It's barely a movie. It's, we'll start there. Yeah, it's so Maggie's forced uh, several barely movies in front of my eyes yes. since I've known her. Uh, I like movies that feel like they're like someone crawling across a hot <laughs> This is my theory on this. I'm gonna I'm getting to my theory early on this one. Okay, great. My theory is uh-huh. Maggie likes to watch movies that she could make better. 
because it, there's a little schadenfreude to it. That's what I think. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, they're fun because they're bad, for right, sure. Yes, but mm-hmm. also, I, but I also think it, it. There's a kind of. Uh, there's a kind of like. There's. I think you get some pleasure out of people doing a bad job of it because, like, it. There's a confidence boost to that, which, by the oh, way, is sure. what film school is. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I no longer have that experience. My, I have a different experience when I see a movie this bad, mm. which is fury oh. that someone else has made a movie uh-huh. and did this bad of a job with it. Aww. That makes me so, like, really? I get viscerally angry at people who fuck up movies. Wow. Not, uh-huh. not, now, I, this is my problem. I have to manage it myself because it's like, look, dude, it's so hard to make a movie. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. There's mm-hmm. so much money at stake. Every, you got to steal, beg, borrow, bleed. Destroy, mm-hmm. do anything you got to do to get this movie made. Yeah, this is like a giant penis in my eye. It's ah! just, it's, it's, it's horrible. Wow. Yeah, like not even just this movie. Movies that are this poorly done. Mm-hmm. And I, I, this is not an ego thing. I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. saying I could do better. I'm right. just saying I don't like watching somebody who tried so hard and this is all they got. Oh man, you know, I actually. The older I get, I feel almost like the more I like it, and actually less because of the sh- the I like I am getting sick joy out of it, and I right. gen- like there are moments that just genuinely make me fall out of my chair laughing. Oh no doubt. Uh, can, can you summarize the movie for us? <laughs> I mean, can I? Okay, so the movie is about. A girl from Podunk, Texas. That's literally the name of the Not town. Not a bit. Not a bit. They named a city Podunk. Podunk. Um, one of the genius ways that this film evades and defies description is that there is no way to tell whether this was written as a comedic horror or if it, it was trying to be straight horror that things just end up being funny and I have no idea. I think the key to understanding that is are they trying to make jokes? Like do, yeah. they, do they do they have beats that are structured like jokes? Well that's the thing it's like when uh, when one of my favorite characters is like oh don't listen to Christy she's a bitch like Am I? I am laughing at that line. Was it written as a joke or is it funny? Because it's not a joke. Right. Why am I laughing? Yeah. You know. um, Boy, that's a generous interpretation. Yeah. But maybe it's the right one. It might. They they might have been trying to be funny here. Well, the other thing is, is like half of it, and this is also why I like it, is because half of it um, was filmed. Uh, in a building that's right across right. from the old clearly. I.O. It's yeah, like, clearly. you know, um, if you live in L.A., you will recognize every single location, uh, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, so anyways, it's about a girl from Podak, Texas, who moves to L.A., and there's just a cult of people. Ch- trying to be an actress. Trying to be an actress. And she and the two other actresses she meets mm-hmm. in what must be described as a bar... Must be described. Uh, I don't know that it is, but it's what it looks like, I guess. Yeah. Uh, team up on their audition quest, <laughs> which is derailed by a satanic cult that murders women. Right. For, or they're acting to be better actors. They, they they do auditions to lure women in. Right. And murder them mm-hmm. for what they're calling rituals. But the ritual, there's nothing, it's not clear what the rituals does. 
right. There's other no. than like Satan, right? Did yeah. they say Satan? Am I making that up? Uh, I, it's it's more implied. It's, okay. It's not like a heavy theme specifically. Satan. It's just weird murder cult. Weird murder yeah. cult. Um. Yeah, that's 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 the summary of it. Yeah. Who would it, you please? say is the hero of this movie? If you had to pick one. Great question. I mean, the girl from Podunk dies. At the hour mark. At the hour mark. I sent a desperate text to Maggie <laughs> when that happened. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The, this woman died at the hour mark. What yeah. are we doing? There's another hour left of this. Yeah, there is. I couldn't believe it. Maggie cackled in her, with her cats. I did. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's like, this movie is like very long. Like they, and they Really long. Need, yeah, really long. Like they didn't need to make it this long. They shouldn't have made it this long, but it is. Um, and yeah, her it, sister it, it comes. Reeks of, it reeks of person who was like, just make a feature, like just make one. It, like it reeks of that, right? Absolutely. Which, which yeah. I have some love in my heart for. Yeah. Like, cause when I was 23, I made a 45 minute movie that should have been 20 mm-hmm. minutes or 15. Mm-hmm. And it, it's horrible. You'll never mm-hmm. see it. It's called Vigilante. You'll never see it. Amazing. Terrible movie. Great. Just garbage. Yeah. Huge monster garbage. Uh-huh. Um, and like the w- reason you don't cut it is because you don't understand what you're trying to do. You just understand mm-hmm. other movies you've seen, and you don't really understand the mechanics of how they work. Mm-hmm. You just know the scenes you like from them. Mm-hmm. So you kind of just make a series of scenes you like, and then it ultimately wraps up. Yeah, that's I think what this is. Absolutely, right? absolutely. That sort of feels like to me. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. If I had to name the protagonist of this movie, I would say it's the eldest sister. Yeah, who, who comes in and... Who um, is left behind in Podunk. And mm-hmm. then after the appropriate amount of time passes... The hour mark. ...worries. <laughs> yes. And then shows up in L.A. and is guided by a headshot photographer <laughs> around... around. <laughs> I knew you loved the headshot guy. I knew it. I oh knew you God. loved him. Love headshot guy. I love all of the side characters. Every single one. Yeah. The, uh, I did... I As we were watching, I was like, Adam... Guess who my favorite side character is? My favorite side character is the guy who says, uh, the part has been cast. <laughs> <laughs> you can go now. The rudest, rudest answer in the world to an actor. Yeah. You just can't even imagine how the rude that is. The part has been cast. That's why I love this movie. It's because everyone <laughs> is just at 500% in a way that I find just one like wonderfully admirable. Uh, every it seems to me like there's not a single person in it who'd been in a movie before. No, I don't think so. It doesn't so. seem like it. No. Now, I'm sure that they have. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick one person who probably was, it'd be mm-hmm. the the I'm going to use this term cuz it's the best one I can think of right this minute. Uh-huh. The hot girl who's the troublemaker. Yes, yes. She seemed like maybe she'd been in things before. The bitch. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I was trying not to say. Uh, uh, I'll say but it. but right. Yeah. That's what she's playing. Mm-hmm. Uh she she seemed like maybe she had the kind of vibe of being comfortable in a role. Yes. She yeah. still wasn't convincing, but mm-hmm. she was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Whereas like some of these people, I mean, it's again, it's like uh, I'd never seen a film this bad at USC. Oh, never, never seen yeah, one that, this bad at USC. Yeah. And I did see bad films a lot at USC mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never seen a film this bad since I've been watching films with a critical eye, probably. Wow. Yeah, this is the worst film I've seen you. in a very long time. Yeah, I yeah, feel very flattered. long time. Yeah, very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you like it? I know you like it. You I look love at the joy it. in your heart. I love look at it. it. Oh my god. Okay. Um. To me, there are 
so many funny <laughs> moments. There are so many funny moments. There are so many like quotable lines that it's either because the line is so bizarre or the delivery is so bizarre or funny to me. Yeah. Um, that it's just delightful. Uh, did did you feel an alien brain at work when you're re- when you're watching this movie? Ooh, what does that mean? So, okay, mm. Alien Brain to me is part of what makes the great bad movies. Like the room, mm. Tommy, oh, Wise- like- Tommy Wiseau is an alien brain. Yeah, what he f- what he thinks is happening in a movie is different than what humans think. Yes, it's like he's imitating a human movie. That's part yes. of what makes it amazing. Uh-huh. Same thing with Neil Breen. Like Neil yes. Breen makes bad movies, but he's an alien. Uh huh. So they're amazing. Yeah. Did you feel that in this movie? No, I, I think didn't that, either. Yeah, this is missing the alien element, but I yes. think. That adds almost to like the authenticity of yes. it, because alien brains have an excuse for why their film is the way it is. <laughs> this is people doing their goddamn best, which I, I actually I find. Hope that's not true. <laughs> I can't that's think that's true. not true. Um, they're all very young in it, by yeah, the way. They're yeah, they're very young. Like, there's yeah. a charming element to it. Yeah. that I think is fun and enjoyable, and it's like I find myself rooting for these actors on this set as they themselves play actors being killed by trying to act. Like, for, there's, right. there's so many layers right. of just, like... Uh, and, and because everyone is such a caricature of what it is like to be in L.A., um, that it just tickles me to no end, really. And it's like clearly all the people who made it live in LA, so they're not. I don't know if they do. I'm not sure about that. It, the LA ness is not there for me. Oh, interesting. Like, and this is what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, there's no incisive commentary at all about oh, what no, LA no. is. But they're like outside, inside, because they are shooting in LA. They are in LA, but Los they Angeles are not within yes. the film industry. Correct. Like, it definitely feels like they wrote things as they were happening, like, not just, like, plot-wise, but thematically. Yes. Like, like this is, this is like, exactly their life at this moment, and, <laughs> yes. and they're like, let's make a movie. Man, I'm, I'm interesting. Yeah. Let's make a movie. Yeah. It's me. You know? Yeah. Uh, and like spoilers oh. for all of you who watch movies, you always make a movie this you. You always do that. Absolutely. All of us do that. I don't that. like when people try to argue that you can't because that is what no, a no. movie Come is. On. It is absolutely Get out a of reflection. Postmodern thought has, has Get proven that. Out of here, yes. You can't, no, like, no, no. We're all making us. Yes. All of us are making us. Mm-hmm. Some of us just are more interesting at diffusing that and like mm-hmm. having different viewpoints and, mm-hmm. and putting it in a way that other people can relate to. That's really it. Mm-hmm. That's really all it is. Yeah. And like, uh, so I don't I'm I'm not offended by what this movie is in that respect, mm-hmm. but it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't have uh, there's just nothing to say here. Like what are they saying? Would you would you, what oh, is the point nothing, of this? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. But that's why. Oh my god. There are, I should have written down all my favorite lines because there's a lot of them. <laughs> um, the part has been cast. <laughs> we'll say that to each other Okay, can I, can I, uh, you know what? I'm realizing I'm being kind of a dick about this movie. Oh, no, that's fine. It, no, no, mm-hmm. no I, I, won't, I don't want the audience to hear me being like, fuck these <laughs> amateurs. It's not uh-huh. that. So here's the thing I liked about it. Do you mind? No, go ahead. So mm-hmm. I, I genuinely enjoyed, mm-hmm. after a while, mm-hmm. all the actresses in it. I genuinely enjoyed them <laughs> uh-huh. all because they're all... They're all, how do I describe them? They're all like not great, 
but they're also all very earnestly something charming. Yes, like yes. there is something charming about each Absolutely. one of them. They were clearly cast on the basis of that charm. Yes, and the charm really comes through for all of them in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, except for I think the lead was a little not. She was actually kind of a better actor, but she wasn't mm-hmm. as fun for me for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I liked. I was I was completely stunned by the choice of weapon that they murdered with over and over and over. Oh yeah. Which it's the douchiest knife you've ever seen in your life. It's, it's a, a douche knife, yeah. It's a it's a knife that you put the handle in your palm and like it goes between your fingers and you stab them like you're making a fist. Mm-hmm. And they were just like obsessed with this knife. They thought mm-hmm. they'd found the coolest knife and they stabbed people in the gut. Mm-hmm. Every time, all the times, oh, like many dozens, times. Of times. dozens of times, and it was always very brutal. Yeah, and uh, it, 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 the it's the kind of weapon that didn't make me feel horror. It felt made me feel like I don't like you. Mm. I don't like this knife. Like mm. I don't. I think this is like a douchebag's decision. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. but maybe that's right. Maybe that's the right thing. Did you feel that way? Does that did that strike you? I think all the deaths are very funny to me. I they're, they're at hilarious. all the deaths. Yeah, um, yeah. I, to me, this is my favorite movie to put on during a party because at any Perfect moment you could look over to it and something bananas will be happening. This movie could save so many bad uh, hitting on people episodes. Uh, Can you even fathom? You bring a part. You're at a party, and like you know, just you're hitting on somebody. It's now going great, uh-huh. and then like look over, and someone's getting hit to death with that axe handle yeah. or something stupid. Yeah, and you both laugh, and suddenly they reboot. Reboot. You know what I mean? Like this movie could really save you. Uh huh. That's something to think about. It's a it's a great uh, bad party movie. Um, amazing bad party. Movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty. Uh, yeah. And also, in that's usually the context with which I love to hate this movie is in a large group. Um, where we're all laughing uh, at the film. We did, you and I, well, when I say you and I, you Mm -hmm. had a party, it was like a 4th of July party like two years ago. Yes. And one of the most fun things about that party was Mm -hmm. we all sat down and watched Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, yeah! And like, the point of it was really just to just to be mystery science theater about mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and that was like I, I. That's a thing you hear people do. Maggie actually does it, and it is very fun. It is very fun. Like it's a cool party thing. This mm-hmm. would be a cool movie for that, probably, mm-hmm. but not to like just sit down and watch. Yeah, right? this is what it's it's uh, it's pretty slow in some spots. Yes, yeah. there yeah. Are, there are spots where it's just like okay, um, that it gets a little dry. Uh, but, um, you know, every scene has some character that is, like, idiosyncratic and it does not fit with the world it, it, the film is trying to build. It's almost like two movies simultaneously happening at the same time. I think the, I think the reason for that is because the plot collapses mm-hmm. once the young... Once the Texan girl is killed. Yes. Like, once she dies... It, it, the movie's not really about 
her or acting. Right. It's just about the cult. And mm-hmm. the problem with is the cult, we don't know what the cult is. Yeah, we don't care about the cult. But that's the only thing the movie's about, really. Yeah. The movie's not, I don't think it's about anything. But, uh, but like, that's like the, th- the one thing that like you have to latch on to narratively. Right. Because we need yeah. something narratively, otherwise we're like, what is, is this a Kandinsky painting? What the fuck am I looking <laughs> at here? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's all that's left. Uh-huh. And because of that, that's where we start to be like, Although there are some great things, like that's when this woman and the headshot guy team up, which is very funny. Oh my god! So maybe that's the part where I let go of it being a movie. I was yeah, like, I gotta let go of this. Yeah. You know? I to me, it's like I think it's like the characters live in one type of film, and the this being a horror movie lives in a different type of film, and the fact that this person thought that these two things go together and are in the same film magical just it's chaos it's chaotic yeah yeah Yeah, hard to do this Mm -hmm. uh hard to do but again like it is the kind of thing that somebody who had no movie experience at all but dreams Mm -hmm. and had a camera this is what they would do yeah like someday if i ever make a feature that does anything that does well i will Mm -hmm. show you vigilante like on that day i'll show it to you (laughs) Okay, wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So if I ever, you know, make a movie for money, <laughs> yeah, God willing, <laughs> I will play Vigilante for you because then, uh, then it's fun to laugh at what it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I hope that happened for this guy. I don't know. I didn't look into him, but like, I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like, I, I, you know, there, there, I am of mind that like, you know, making art to make art is very important. And yeah, and and even if this person never made another movie, maybe they made this movie and was like, "Oh, not for me. I hated this. I hated doing this." Um, Which could very well be the case. Uh, Yeah, because the guy has some balls because he put it on the internet, right? So like, he heard what people thought. He heard. I mean, so you know, gotta respect that. Yeah, you gotta respect respect that. I respect all like all the actors that were in it, like. They seemed like they were having a fun time. Like I don't think any yeah. of them were like you know went home crying that this wasn't going to be their big. You know, it was like I think everyone kind of knew what it was and was doing. It's their hard best. to know. It's hard to know if they know that. That's like mm. there's no money in it. That's that's for sure. Like yeah, like yeah. this wasn't like a two hundred thousand dollars short film or <laughs> no, something. No, no, no. So like they couldn't have looked at it and been like, "This is my big break," unless they were all very naive. Right. You know what I mean? But then mm-hmm. I think when they watched the movie, that would have probably disabu- yeah. disabused them yes. of that notion. Yes. So, mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. Don't know. But by the way, can we talk a little bit about the score? <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Will has a theory that someone just did it in one day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Like, yeah. Oh, Easily. It, it felt like somebody had a piano doing the equivalent of what old ladies used to do at baseball games. Yeah. Right on an yeah. organ, like just playing along, just Play playing along. a tune. Here, yeah, this feels like meow, 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 meow. Yeah, right. Yeah, it yeah. really did. Yeah, it's <laughs> like there aren't even two instruments. It's just a it's keyboard. Just, it's just a keyboard. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's, uh, that is an element that you must not be missed. I enjoy how much you love this. <laughs> I do, you know what? That's, there's something very sweet. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm the prick here. I, you know, it probably is me being the prick here. Because like I, I, like I just want things to be good. <laughs> like I, I, I also don't enjoy bad movies very much. Ah, uh, like uh-huh. like uh, often Dave and Tom will host a thing mm-hmm. uh, every Friday where they watch bad movies. Right. And like unless it's a perfect cocktail of like. Abe and Dave said something that made me laugh, or Tom got me in with some wrestling stuff, or whatever. Yeah. I'm very unlikely to stick around because I don't like bad movies. Uh, like I don't think Nick Cage is good. Right. I'm not right. like we need more of him. Like yeah. I don't. That's not my spin zone. Like I'm right. not in that. Mm-hmm. So this was a difficult topic for me. <laughs> I really spent. I really thought about this for a good week. I was like, "What am I gonna do? Mm. What am I gonna do?" Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna transition into mine if you don't mind. I would. I know you're into it. I'm into it. So I picked signs. (laughs) Signs. Signs. What kind of person are you, Adam? Yeah, there's only one of two people. There's only literally two kinds of people, (laughs) and one of them believes in conspiracy theories, and the other one. Oh my god! I think that I didn't catch until this time was <sighs> when when you know he's like suing away Meryl. Will turned to me and was like, "Wait, so his like believing in signs is just like hit it with a bat? Like his just like hit it with a thing that's lying around the house?" But yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> okay. To do to talk about signs, mm-hmm. one one must first remember what one believed signs would be. Before it came mm. out, I will need to preface this that I was 11 when this came out. Yes. So I was older than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 20 something, probably, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember the advertisements in the theater. This mm. got much more hype than Unbreakable did. So, mm-hmm. like, this was this felt like to people the first real sequel. To six cents, right? Like it was like okay, okay this is gonna be awesome. Also, thing. in two thousand two or three or whatever it was, th- aliens were not aliens were still interesting in movies. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like we'd had mm-hmm. a bunch of alien movies, mm-hmm. and this was a cool idea. Mm-hmm. It was a cool idea. Now the biggest disappointment about it, mm-hmm. right from the jump, is that. It basically takes place almost entirely in a farmhouse. Yeah. Like it, it, it 99% of this movie, except for one trip out to the, to the country store, mm-hmm. takes place in this old house. Mm-hmm. And uh, that alone is not how this movie was advertised. Mm-hmm. This movie was advertised mm-hmm. with like sweeping scale. Right, Dang, because yeah. because they used the crop stuff. That was right. the thing. The mm-hmm. cropped circles, and like everybody was talking about crop circles, and it was mm-hmm. a thing. And so you believed you were getting a pandemic movie, oh, you man. know? Yeah, like you were the world yeah, level. Yes. Mm-hmm. You thought you were going to get a Roland Emmerich movie, mm-hmm. but only it was going to be made by the science by the by Emmett Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Nope, it's not that. Nope, nope it's not that. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing that immediately everyone walked away hating it. Right now, let's name some other obvious things just to get them out of the way. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so with, <laughs> so, the, with the, the alien carves. Yeah, why? Like a kindergarten room. I don't know. Like it's like it's gonna be cool at night. Yeah, I know. It looks like how how a father would have decorated his daughter's room. Yes. Why would that happen? Why would that happen? Why would an alien do it? Doesn't make any sense. Uh, 
That is a mildly offensive thing, but it is offensive. <laughs> it's offensive, it's offensive it's to offensive. me artistically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. And they, they really special on that. They're like, yeah, look at that shot. Yeah. So, okay. So, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, I would argue M. Night Shyamalan's never made a great movie since Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense no. was a great movie. Great movie. He's never captured that since. No. Um, I think he got stuck in the formula for a long time. Now he's making movies that are at least free. Yeah, free from the formula. And yeah. He's fundamentally really interested in B movies. Like that's what he cares about. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know that until far too late. <laughs> that's a good he point. Went, the happening yeah. was intentionally a B movie. Yeah. This was a B movie. Mm-hmm. It was made like a B movie. It's shot in one location. The mm-hmm. aliens look like a guy in a unitard. <laughs> They're completely stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he likes B movies. Yeah. You know? And and like that's part of his horror. That's part of his thriller is those tropes. Mm-hmm. And that's the opposite of what we were watching at the time. We're mm-hmm. watching Roland Emmerich. There isn't a less B thing in the world yeah. than Roland yeah. Emmerich because the scale, right? It was like, here's the White House blowing up, motherfucker. That's my alien movie. Right. So, you know, M. Night Shyamalan, in some ways you kind of love that about him, mm-hmm. but also it just it's made for disappointment because he's marketed as a blockbuster filmmaker. Mm-hmm. He does not make blockbuster films. He yeah. just doesn't. He yeah. doesn't make that. Um, Mel Gibson. So let's, okay. Mel Gibson sucks. I'm not interested in talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. all of his bad yeah, history. Yeah, we know it sucks. <laughs> he's no doubt, and like wherever you land on the should we forgive him, should we not scale, mm-hmm. It's what he did's a bummer. I don't want to spend the whole episode talking yeah. about that. So let's acknowledge that and move on. Uh-huh. So there's that. He is a good actor often. Mm-hmm. In this movie, he is incomprehensible until two thirds of the way through. Then he's incredible. When he's yeah, yeah, like that, I, the one scene. There's so many scenes at the end mm-hmm. when he has to confront his pain with his wife that are incredible. Mm-hmm. Like he's so good mm-hmm. in like maybe five six scenes in this movie and the rest of the movie and my Shyamalan has him playing this wounded guy who's closed all everything off so he feels like an alien yeah and it's like no no this isn't this feels weird yeah you, it yeah. doesn't feel good it feels weird and stilted because that's not who Mel Gibson is yeah. Mel Gibson doesn't shut down like that right well also it flattened the character for yes. so long because it Very was much like so. and there are things that I, I like there are you know uh, there are fun editing you know there are fun things sure. about it you know like um uh, there's one shot where it's like you suddenly see all of them sitting on the couch with like you know their, yeah, their tinfoil hats funny. and like yeah. you know uh, that's cute um, there's too many jokes in this movie by the way yeah there's a lot of jokes was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's and, like let's not do the jokes what do we need them for yeah, but it's almost like he, he wanted to undercut everything which yes. undercut it was like why are you undercutting all of because he thinks that makes it more human and accessible. That's my that's, true. that's my theory. Yeah. He thinks that if he adds sort of human jokes mm-hmm. that he takes the thriller down and adds emo- like human emotion up right. because he didn't want to do a thriller. Yeah. He didn't want to make a thriller. Yeah. He wanted to make a play. This is a play. If you took the aliens out of it, mm-hmm. And just like instead of aliens just like he, he's got It could have been anything. I mean, like aliens, if yeah. you took the aliens out of it and put covid Honestly, yeah. seriously, take mm-hmm. the aliens out, make it COVID, and everyone has to stay indoors yeah. in, this, in this house. This would be a very good movie. Mm-hmm. It would be a very good movie. Uh-huh. Can you fucking believe that? The aliens are what makes it bad. 
the, the family drama stuff, fascinating. Great. I fascinating. Lo- love Abigail Breslin in this. The way she delivers oh, every line, oh. deadpan. Oh, my God. First of all, getting a precious child on film, <laughs> every movie's trying to do it. Uh-huh. This movie... Did it. Oh, yeah. Did She's it. a home run. Just so cute. It has his amoebas in it, right? Like, come yeah, on. It's great. Amoebas. You know? Yeah, adorable. Uh-huh. Right age, the whole thing. Yeah. I thought the, was it Rory Culkin? I forget the name of this, this, I forget this which particular one it Culkin. Is. Yeah. This Culkin was very good very in good. it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, <laughs> first of all, the best actor in this movie is Joaquin Phoenix. I love Joaquin Phoenix. And he's yeah. not really in it. I know. Like he's just kind of hanging around in all these scenes. I know. And it's like, what did we? Why did we cast him in this? What what did we want out of him in this? He didn't give him anything to do. No. He has one scene with the worst actor I've seen in a very long time. Which one? That the 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 recruiting general or whatever he was. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. (laughs) You know what they want to do, don't you? (sighs) Stealing our power. Like it was like, what is what? This guy belongs in like Ace Ventura or something, (laughs) man. This guy belongs in Tommy Boy. Yeah, and it being opposite Joaquin Phoenix only ex- only like makes it worse because right. Joaquin is so like grounded and. <laughs> I just okay, so this is this is a good time to get into uh, the thing that bothers me the most about M Night Shyamalan. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Generally, not about this movie. Yes. So M Night Shyamalan uses camera tricks to hide reality. Yeah. Which people like, but I if don't you like if it. you I don't mind it. It's it's an it's a Hitchcock thing. I don't yeah. mind it, but. It masks a reality that is fundamentally very stupid. <laughs> so that scene's a great example. In that uh-huh. scene, we have uh, we have Joaquin Phoenix's character, Meryl, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Meryl. Mm-hmm. Meryl's at a recruiting office. Presumably he wants to sign up for the army because he has no point in this movie or life. Right. Right? Yeah. He's in the recruiting office. The recruiter just wants to talk about the aliens. Uh, great. Yeah. Okay, fine. So then, then he realizes, oh, I'm talking to this star baseball player, right? Mm-hmm. And like the whole time you're just like, what are we doing here? And then like, oh, I guess we're going to get some backlog exposition about how good of a baseball player he was. Mm-hmm. Not the best scene, but fine. Yeah. And then my Shyamalan's giving these tracking shots and trying mm-hmm. to make the scene interesting, and it's mm-hmm. not. And then he asks this question. He goes, how many records have you got? Five. Well, why aren't you a professional baseball player? Then... His arch nemesis is sitting in the room oh, yeah. this whole time. Yeah. He's been sitting in the room yeah. filling out papers, I guess. Yeah. Goes, because he's got another record you don't know about. Doesn't look. We just cut to another angle of some guy who hates Merrill for no reason yeah. explaining why he can't be a professional baseball player. And the only reason it's a reveal is because the camera is shot so weird that you couldn't see him in the room before. Yeah. It's like... It should be a comedy. It's not. <laughs> it's just dumb. Yeah. That's the kind of shit he does. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I oh, don't man. like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. There was uh, this uh, this time I watched it. I had forgotten the um, self insert character of M Night M Night Shyamalan's oh, character. God. <laughs> he's just his little speech, and then he's like. Oh, by the way, it's not up in the pantry. Um, there's an alien. Okay, bye. And he just like zooms okay, out. Okay, bye. <laughs> well, first of all, he he wants to call Mel Gibson's character because he feels bad about the accident. Right. That part 
I totally believe yeah, it. Yeah, that part. I, and I totally worlds, believe like, it. Like, I, I liked the connection of like, oh, I think the world's ending, so I needed to call you. Like, uh, I, I like the words on paper. Yes. yes. I like the words on paper. I don't uh-huh. like the exposition, the, the execution of it at all. No, no. But I like the words on paper. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson is is forced by director mm-hmm. to go in and lean in this window. And like, I got to say something. If you didn't want to talk to the guy who killed your wife, mm-hmm. you wouldn't do that. I, no matter uh, how nice of a guy you were, it was, yeah. it was unco- like you need to be trapped with this person to right. have that chat. Mm-hmm. That's a directing mistake. Mm-hmm. Like to, for it to feel real, that person has to trap you right. in the conversation so you can't get away yeah. because they need to get it off their chest. That's a scene. Yeah. Instead, he calls... Mel Gibson, ladled with grief, forsakes God in his grief. Yes, I was like, but he's going to go to this guy's house? Yeah. Get out of here. Like he's not a pastor right now. Like he, Why would he? Right. He's not a pastor he's right not, now. He's acting Correct. like a pastor, which yes. in this point of the movie, he, his character, the whole point of it is that he has given that up. So, wow. Right, I don't, I don't see it, and don't tell me, oh, it's habit, and oh, this is—he's a pastor by nature. It's like, no, no, no. Mm, yeah. Being a pastor is actually hard. Yeah, like it's a hard job because you don't want to go to right. those kinds of things, but it's your faith that makes you go. Yeah. So when you lose that, you wouldn't there's go. There's no reason to go. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, why would so, you go? Right. Dumb. So there's that. Number two. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan, wonderful <laughs> filmmaker, wonderful writer. Mm-hmm. Horrible actor. Horrible. Doesn't belong in the movie. And he's really only there to be like, I'm the one who killed your wife, audience. Yeah. Spoilers, water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Spoilers, oh water. God. How I does he know? He said, I texted you and I was like, I forgot that it's the M. Night Shyamalan character that says, yeah, I'm just going like, to go to water. They don't seem to like water, 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 <laughs> water, 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 water. Anyways, okay, bye, water, water. It's like, <laughs> forgotten that in the climax of the movie yeah we have the flashback to yeah. the wife which that's a fine flashback but then, i didn't hate it i didn't hate yeah, it i don't hate it i uh, this i was like I, we didn't need it honestly we didn't need to see it but we did and that's fine whatever but then they flash back to what we saw earlier in the movie we just saw the movie we don't need to see mel gibson repeat what kind of a person we yeah. Like, how, you, we are not that dumb of an audience. Well, you, you're not. That. You're not. I will say that I, don't, I do think the general movie audience doesn't get frustrated with that scene. Could that I don't could be think true. they get frustrated. That I, could be true. We get frustrated because we're in, like, we're in film. <laughs> we're like, cut this. Yeah. You know, like, and you, you, we write every day. Like, that's, that's you know. true. Yeah. Uh, it is very repetitive. Well, that's the other thing. It's a long movie for having really not a lot of action in it, like mm-hmm. not a lot of substance. Mm-hmm. It's sort of just slowly, meticulously weaving the web of their aliens, and then this is what they're like, and here's the twist. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan's character, aside from being poorly acted and <laughs> unnecessary emotionally, mm-hmm. uh, his insight into the aliens being afraid of water is awful writing. Awful. Awful, awful writing. And like, don't give me War of the Worlds. I've seen War of the Worlds. I understand the idea of War of the Worlds. Yeah. That's a clever twist. Yes. Like, War of the Worlds is a clever twist. Yeah. Because they, like, that's where aliens don't understand there's microscopic things and they come down, they get sick. Sure, that would happen. That (laughs) happened in our history as human beings. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. 
an alien who knows if we have weapons and resources, but doesn't understand water burns them like it's hydrochloric acid, is the shittiest race of aliens in the history of aliens. In the history of aliens. Horrible aliens. Horrible. What are we talking about? And they just fly away. How could could they be burnt by water and be in our atmosphere? They're not wearing spacesuits. No. They're out there with their monster faces. Yeah. Just, just breathe in the air. Walking around. Making their little clicky noise. <laughs> <laughs> they are making the... Thank you for you're doing you're it. Welcome, I, I love you so much. You're I love welcome, it. You're welcome. Very good. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've shit on science a fair bit here, I would say, right? I, we, I would say. We've had a good time here. I would say. Uh, let me tell you why I like it. Oh, great, great. I think Mel Gibson's conflict is very believable. Yeah. I think it's very believable. Mm-hmm. I don't think the signs are believable. I don't think the aliens are believable. Mm-hmm. I don't even really think the son's feelings about his father necessarily are believable. Like, those were yes. a little complicated for me. I didn't yeah. totally buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, because they kind of ramp up out of nowhere. Yeah, I, for- I forgot that he he suddenly was like, you killed mom. I was like, oh, whoa, whoa. I didn't know. Yeah, you let oh, her okay. die. Yeah, and it, yeah, that's, yeah. That seemed like a person writing something they didn't understand. Right. Um, yes. Mel Gibson's faith journey mm-hmm. is a really cool exploration mm-hmm. of faith as it exists. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, mm-hmm. I think they think of faith like a feeling like, right. Oh, you have this feeling or you don't have this feeling. Mm-hmm. That's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Faith is very much, and it is it, for any religion. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's, or any belief. It's a decision about I'm going to hold on to these principles and mm-hmm. choose to apply them to my circumstances. Some days it's going to feel great and it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Some days it's really not, and I'm going to stick with it. That's mm-hmm. that's really what it means. And so this guy was in the middle of a the circumstances didn't work out. Right. And as a person who's gone through things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. it's recognizable. Mm-hmm. Like the core of it. And what he's going through is recognizable. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that's why Mel Gibson did this movie. Oh, because for I, sure. I think Mel Gibson also connected to that idea. Yeah. And, he, and you could tell because he was he unleashed his feelings. Mm-hmm. Just unleashed them. And they were amazing. Mm-hmm. They're amazing feelings. Um, it's hard not to see them through the lens of the other things he's done. Right, right. But if you can just imagine this person as a character mm-hmm. and imagine this character's journey as being real. Mm-hmm. We rarely explore the idea of faith anymore. Yeah, and I for know sure. why because we because we're afraid of the dogmas, right? And we're afraid of like the beliefs, and people don't agree about the beliefs. Mm-hmm. But the experience of faith mm-hmm. in general is interesting. Mm-hmm. I like would it's say so. very interesting. Mm-hmm. Whether that's faith in like your team or your or faith in your cause or faith in your spouse or any that experience of mm-hmm. I'm going to believe this when circumstances say it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm is a core human experience and there's so few movies about it and this one is a really good exploration of that mm-hmm. really good mm-hmm. or with a really bad movie around it <laughs> and it's a bummer yeah. it's a bummer because like wow what a cool story yeah. not because he becomes a reverend at the end right. I, it's not even that the, the scene you were mocking there's two kinds of people mm-hmm. and it does deserve to be mocked <laughs> the feelings in it though are yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. The lighting and the shots are really good. Like he's M Night Shyamalan is doing really good work there. It's to me, it's cl- what I, I at least clear like that's what M Night Shyamalan cared about the most to talk he about. Was right. Yeah. 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 I which, think that's there was no alien that could have been as good as that topic. Yeah. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have been better if the alien was not humanoid, mm-hmm. and 
you know, like, I, I also, I can see working backwards how, and I don't know his background. I don't know if he's, what his faith views mm-hmm. are. I can see working backwards how he's like, I have these like four different elements I got to weave together in mm. one climax. I got glasses of water. I got kid with <laughs> asthma. I got, this guy's got a bat. Right. I got, this guy has no faith. Yeah. So like, and I got to, you, you know, I got to tie them all together. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, but, but, mm-hmm. people are going to think I'm insane when I say this, but it's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. That, that tying together mm-hmm. is what people with faith do. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I I grew up, you know. As you did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, like, and I think when I watched it at at 11, I mean, at at the time I was, you know, surrounded by religious people, so, like, it, you know, was like, oh, yeah, like, this. But it's not, Mm -hmm. I don't, let's take the religion out of it, because that, because I think that makes it inaccessible for some people. Mm. Imagine, put it more like a conspiracy, right? Like mm-hmm. putting the, like tying the dots of conspiracy. Yeah. Right now we're in the middle of, we're in the middle of Donald Trump yeah. getting home from the hospital with coronavirus. That's happening right this minute. Yeah. That, that uh, news broadcast yeah. hit right as we started recording. Uh-huh. So if you've been reading the news, mm-hmm. the news on different channels has all been very different. And what's come through is basically people's presuppositions about what to think mm-hmm. about Donald Trump. Right. And so, and that's completely co- colored every remark that everyone has said about his health. Mm-hmm. And like, so watching people cohere into a narrative where like some experts are like, he's got serious COVID, mm-hmm. he's in danger of death. And then some people like, he's a hero. He's going to be like, heroes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he's strong. He's going to come up through it. Mm-hmm. He's actually doing fine. This is all media hyperbole. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I, I think he's probably pretty sick, but like, <laughs> but you see how people on, like just from an objective point of view, mm-hmm. people are using their beliefs and taking facts and assembling a narrative. Yeah. That is what faith does. Oh yeah. When we were watching, I was like, this is QAnon, basically. Someone like yeah. taking the bits and pieces and putting together and creating a narrative that for you explains all of the things. Uh, creating a worldview that makes sense to you, taking all the yes information. I, I think, and maybe maybe this is hard to communicate to people who don't understand. All of us are doing that. Yes, like whether it's conspiracy or not, we're all doing this. Mm-hmm. And I, it, there's just not a lot of narrative about that. And mm-hmm. I respect that about this movie because it's core. Mm-hmm. It's a core human thing. And it's very in, it's very effusive, and so people have to pick topics mm-hmm. that are usually religious to communicate it because there's so many given values. Mm-hmm. But you could easily see uh, any movie where the idea of faith against con- against like circumstances mm-hmm. is very compelling. That's what most sports movies are. Yeah, I like sports movies. Yeah, but well, yeah, sports yeah. movies are faith movies generally mm-hmm. you know they're like we're gonna make it well yeah. that's why angels in the outfield was such a huge hit mm-hmm. because it's because it's marrying actual faith dogma with right faith you mm-hmm. know because that's what it's always about uh yeah i just find that interesting i just wrote a feature film that's also a sort of faith with no religion in it mm-hmm. but just the idea of believing something because you need to believe it right right and i just find i'm hoping that there are more stories about that in the coming years, because mm-hmm. I think we know more about it than we think, mm-hmm. and I hope that's what I love about this movie. I hope that I hope I want to see more of this, mm-hmm. not more of any of the rest of it though. Not more Mel Gibson, right? Not more people, aliens, not believing more believing in 
No, people having uh, some kind of an aspiration, right? Or right. having lost some kind of an aspiration, right? Mm -hmm. And having a story where everything squeezes them to the point where they have to either give it up or believe against belief that it will happen. Mm -hmm. I think that's a fundamental human experience. And there's not mm -hmm. a lot of movies like that. You know, there's a lot of movies that sort of wash over that mm -hmm. if you like if you get down into the microcosm of it but like that's also one of the reasons why the matrix was so great the matrix is a movie about faith yeah yeah you know like mm -hmm. and the he he does not want to have faith that's what makes it work he's mm -hmm. he wants like just give me information but the information breaks my brain i can't accept it mm -hmm. and then slowly he grows to believe mm -hmm. that's what i mean the movie the movie says that all the time and i think we're out of touch with that Culturally, mm -hmm. and it's important. Like, not the beliefs necessarily. That's not what I'm getting at. But mm -hmm. like, we're out of touch with the idea of like, no, hope is a part of hope as a verb is a part yeah. of what makes us human. We're missing. That. Right. I disagree that we're missing it. Actually, I'm, I'm not. In movies, we are. I just mean, I'm in movies. We're not. I'm not seeing a lot of that. I don't. I'm not seeing a lot of that. In okay. Movies. Sure. Maybe it's there, and I'm missing all the movies with that in it. I mean that uh, I. That's one of my favorite things to write about, I think, is that yeah. is that feeling of, yeah, exactly, that holding on to a thing that you don't know, but you have to believe, because what was the point of anything without it? Um, right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, that you just described it perfectly. Yeah. What was the point of anything if I don't have that? Yeah. Right? And so, like, science is about a guy who is on the other side of that question. Mm -hmm. What was the point since I didn't have it? Right. Which makes rarely our movies about that because it's so dark, mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, but I just find that really interesting. That's all. Mm -hmm. I've, sp I've spent enough time on that. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, the core of science, let's save the core of science, the core. <laughs> but the rest of it, let's <laughs> discard it. <laughs> Poor Joaquin Phoenix. What's oh, he doing I in that love movie? Joaquin. That was the first movie I ever saw him in. First time I was like, What's the last movie you can think of that had that topic in it? Like, uh... Had, had this sort of, like, I gotta believe in something. I mean... Like, isn't happiness, that Will Smith movie, isn't that kind of the idea of happiness? Mm, I don't know. I, I haven't seen that. But. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. Okay. Um, I'm drawing I a blink on any movie I know, that I've that's seen. A, that's why I'm, like, see, I'm thinking of a lot of movies where, like, people work out their problems. Mm -hmm by a narrative that's sort of tangentially or not at all related but parallels it or right. whatever and they don't they they sort of are forced to a place where they have to make a decision that substitutes for this mm -hmm. but they fundamentally are in despair about the problem in their life hmm. i see a lot of that in movies mm -hmm. you know like annihilation is a movie i would say that's kind of like that mm. you know or like mm -hmm. um i don't know i can go on and on mm -hmm. it, it, did you see midsummer have you seen no, that movie? No. So there's an interesting contrast, especially for your your movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. So Midsummer is a movie where like uh, this group of friends is sort of because one of them is Swedish, they go on this like summer trip mm -hmm. to a Swedish Midsummer camp I guess, land. It's not a camp. It's like a it's a religious observance of mm -hmm. some kind. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what faith it is or if it's even real. Mm -hmm. And then it turns into there's it's a murder cult. That's, yeah. that's what it is. Uh -huh. The interesting thing is the movie is ostensibly about this lead woman's grief about the loss of her sister and her parents. Mm -hmm. And so like that's the 
that's mm. the thing that's being worked out the right, whole movie right. through these other circumstances. But the thing is, she never chooses to have any hope. Right. Or tries to recover. Yeah. She just does because the because external forces make her do it. Right, right. She's and, not you have it, yeah. And but it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Okay, I can, I can accept that. Sure, that's yeah. a movie. But like, also, it would be interesting if she did try to recover. Yeah, that's it's still interesting yeah. to watch people try to recover. Yes, you know, absolutely. It's, it's still that's interesting, and like, we need that. Yeah, you know, uh, I would say Frozen Two does a really good job yeah. of Frozen. <laughs> See, now, now I'm not surprised that yeah. Disney does it. Uh, yes, because uh-huh. Disney's more connected to those things. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I need to yeah. think more about this topic. Yeah. That's a main. I would say that's a main crux of the Frozen Two is her like believing in a thing and and having to, uh, having to hold on to that. Um, as uh, yeah, I don't want to, you know get too much away, but that's <laughs> we spoiled a lot of movies, but I, yeah, Frozen I, Two, I, I guess we Sacred did. Cow, uh, Sacred Cow. <laughs> Um, okay, well, uh, we have some producers we need to thank oh, before right. we're done. I forgot. Uh, otherwise, can you imagine? They'd mm-hmm. fire us immediately if we didn't thank them. Uh, so I believe if you start with Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Oh, where are you? Ben, Ben. M. Duncan. He's right after Garrett Cooper, hum- human being ah. and, and delightful person. Peter Jones. Peter Jones. Oh, yeah. Got your name on this podcast Got a few Jim- times, buddy. Ah. Oh man, that's great. Um, Joel Harper. Joel. Joel's a fun name. He's a publisher. Oh hey. Well, I hope you have fun publishing. Out you ever there. had Harp uh, the beer? Harp, Harp the beer. No. Is it good? <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You need to get a lot of Harp Dang. in you. You need to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What kind of what kind of ale is it? I think it's a pale ale if I remember correctly. Okay. I, like pale I used to order it when I would frequent. Uh, there was a bar in Long Beach I used to go to a lot mm. with uh, some friends. Some friends. And we would drink harps. Oh my god! You and your yeah. friends. Um, fun fact, uh, when I was interning at IO Chicago, um, that was before I was 21, that was the only bar they would let me drink at. You were drinking at Virgin Shirley Temple. <laughs> oh, so they let you drink yeah, there. absolutely. Great. I thought they were not going to... Perfect. That's, Maggie you know. always finds a way. I always find a way. You could hear, you could hear John Hammond saying uh, it right now. Maggie finds a way. Finds a way. Uh, let's see here. Who else? Uh, Zach Gibson. Guitar fame. <laughs> oh, God. We basically sure have the same joke with this poor guy. Yeah, this yeah, poor guy. Zach I'll, Attack. I'll come up with new ones next time. I appreciate that. Zach Attack, by the way, underappreciated pop culture moment. Zach Attack. Yeah, that was in Saved mm. by the Bell. That was the band oh. that all the characters in Saved by the Bell had. Oh. They got famous and it just went away. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Saved by the Bell was a cultural blind spot for me. I have no. Nothing. It was I, before my time and. Oh, my God. Yeah. This, this is the first time I've been like so much older. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I had heard of Say by the Bell until I was well into my 20s and someone was explaining it to me. I, I can't imagine how Say by the Bell would matter to anybody who did not grow up watching it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't fathom who could care. Yeah. It's just bad. <laughs> Screech is incomprehensible now. Oh, I forgot 
that screeches from that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my that. God. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's where he's from. Literally yeah. the first time I probably heard about it was when someone was explaining to me that he did a sex tape and then had to read, had it backwards we all, explained. We've all heard about the screech sex oh tape. Oh my God. That's a, that's a new story of its own. Uh, Please continue. By the way, I think I saw screech once at a Tower Records in Orange County. Really? And it was after the infamous sex tape. Wow. Yeah. That's a sighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark me down as a famous man. <laughs> Mark me down. Uh, Benjamin Egan. Egan. <laughs> um, if you will. If you're, if you're a friend, you can yeah. call him that. Um, I like 3.14 Pie Guy. Yeah, Pie Guy. Pie He's guy. the best. I love Pie Guy. Eat, eat, eat you up. I can eat you up. Daniel Christensen. <laughs> Maggie bailed real hard on you, Danny. <laughs> Right? Woo! Is that his name? Daniel Christensen? Never heard of him. Maggie <laughs> <laughs> looked at me man. and was like, nope. <laughs> no. Back to base. <laughs> back to base. <laughs> and back to one. Kyle Schrotel, which I'm sure I've already said. Check me into the Schrotel. Yeah, Schrotel, California. That was a Shrotel joke we made. California. No tell Schrotel. These no are all the Shrotel. jokes we got. Yeah. Uh, Tony Fahey? 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 You're looking at me like I, I know. know. I know. I'm the one I put you out to see here, my friend. <laughs> Tony, Tony, my man. Um, and then, last but definitely least, sorry, um, Adam Taney and Jello. You love that. I do. You love that so much. I do. She kind of lets it roll around in her mouth. She, like just like I'll <laughs> say it different every time. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> All those heroes whose names have been stated on, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Yes. Uh, the greatest friendship podcast in the world? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Might be best in the stars. Who knows? Who knows? Yep. Uh, all those heroes could be you, dear mm-hmm. listener, if you, brave enough, chose to join the patron tier uh, in which you could also be our boss. Give us some topics if you'd please. Be Vote. our boss. Be our boss. <laughs> <laughs> Vote on what topic we... Uh, we do. Mm-hmm. So this one, you know, generated by and voted on yeah. by our bosses. Yeah. You we, guys, do, we do's like they tell oh, us. We do's like they tell us. I would have never, ever shown Adam that movie had it no. not been this exact particular no. topic. No. That's correct. I so producers, you. you shoved this in my eyes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I feel so a little guilty much. about it. <laughs> so much for helping us. <laughs> We love you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, there isn't a show without you. No. And uh, there's also not a show without us. And uh, we've got to do something else now. So, oh, yeah. Bye. Bye.